Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge that we're recording, producing, and promoting this podcast on the stolen lands of the Bidjigal and the Boon people. This always was and this always will be Aboriginal land, and in a project dedicated so heavily to decolonization and Indigenous liberation, it's really important that we acknowledge that as settlers, we are also trying to do our best to be accomplices to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people whose land it is upon which we live. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode and a brand new season of Pacifically. I am one of your hosts, Lamal Wakina, and as always, with me today is your other host, Dylan Wolfgram. Good luck, everybody. Welcome back to 2022. We out here. Yeah. We're actually um, on time for the first time. We really are. Like 6.01. We really yeah. are on time. Hit record at 6. Started at, oh, uh, yeah. so good. We Yeah. Also, um, yeah, there was supposed to be a break last week, but lol it took a week to upload um season one finale, so we'll just jump straight into season two, you know? For sure, for sure. Check in time. How you oh actually, no, before we begin, I know there's already a, a pre-recorded uh, aspect of this, but just before we begin, I'd like to Acknowledge the traditional custodians on the land on which I come to from today, the Boon people, and I pay my respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. And I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as well. Yeah, and I would too like to acknowledge the Bidjigal people of the Eora Nation up here in Warang. Um, yeah, and solidarity, sovereignty was never ceded, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. So, yeah, check-in time. Well, I, th- I think I think to start this off, you should tell us first um, how you are, because you've um, turned up today um, with new facial. Oh, yes. Um, hello. Um, if you're watching this, possibly on Dylan's page, <laughs> I have a brand new look. Um, yeah, a bitch has blonde eyebrows and facial hair. So, what was the inspiration? You know, new season, new me. Um, the inspiration was a crisis, as it always is. I felt like shit, so I was like, you know what? If I bleach my hair, I'll feel better. Did I feel better? Absolutely not. I did not <laughs> feel better. In fact, I felt like shit because when I first did it. It looked so bad. I was too ashamed to show anyone. Oh, for real? Yeah. And I, t- I sent one, just one photo to one person. And she was like, ooh. And I was like, fuck. Because this friend is like always nice. She's, yeah. She always sugarcoats shit. So when she was like, ooh, I was like, fuck. Okay, that's bad. So then I fixed it. And then now it looks like this. It's good. 
but I also like burnt off a third of my eyebrows <laughs> with the bleach. So <laughs> for about a week, <gasps> like half my face was like scabbed <laughs> because of all the bleach burns. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And that's like you did that with yourself, right? Yeah. Do I look like I can afford to have a professional <laughs> do this? I did it sitting uh, right here at this spot. <laughs> right. Okay. And how's that like? So you you love it now? It's amazing. And yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm a huge fan. Um, my mom says it makes me look old. But your mom I, says it makes you look old. Yeah. Um, uh, my dad says I look like one of his uncles, which is <laughs> funny. Not because of the age thing, but just because of the hair color. Yeah. Um, cause, yeah, cause people from, from where my dad's from are like naturally blonde and stuff. So. Actually, I was, you say that, I was actually reading some, what did I see today? Um, oh yeah, when I was preparing some notes for, for this today, actually. Um, I was going, I, I saw, I just like, I didn't get to click on it, but, um, the, how Melanesians or some early Melanesians had blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I was, I, I was, like, I was, I was meant to click on it cause I wanted to read it, but, um, yeah, I was always wanting to know like why that is or where that, where that sort of like how that comes about. Yeah. It's very unique. Yeah, I'm not too sure about the genetics of it, but it's quite prevalent in my family, so... Right. My... And now you're just like, you just, <laughs> yeah, bringing it yeah. back. Yeah, because like my, like my mom used to have red hair when she was a baby, um, and then... Like ginger you know, red? No, not ginger red, like dark red hair. Yeah, yeah. But like natural red hair. Right. You know, black woman with red hair. Yeah. Um, and her, and then her mom was, um, it was a light brown. Yeah. So it wasn't even black hair. So, um, yeah. And then on my mom's side, my dad's, I'm, that's on my mom's side. My dad's side, my, his mom was full blonde. Like, from, you know, where she yeah. is from her, um, her village. Yeah, full blonde. So are her siblings. So, yeah. And how's the rest of the week been? Oh, how has the past week been? Like, just you personally. So you've done your uh, hair, you know, you got your feedback. Now you own it. How's the <laughs> mental? How's the mental? How's the, the spiritual? The emotional? Yeah, look, things aren't great, I'm not gonna lie, um, but, uh, when is it not, honestly, like, a bitch is always depressed, you know? Yeah. But, you but know, progress, going... you progress, remember, we made, you said you were on progress last night. Yeah, and so, I... So that's always the main thing. Yeah, and I've managed to work out two days in a row, so... I love that. Yeah. So, so you're, you're going to be taking up rugby this year or what? Rugby season's uh, starting soon. Nah. I need to, I need to work out my legs first. The, um, the divots between my leg bones are shallow. 
but, like the divot that my kneecaps sit on. Yeah. So it like di- my kneecaps dislocate literally all the time. So so you're just you 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 pretty much like take after every other Melanesian with bad knees. Okay. Wow. Damn. <laughs> I'm just give, saying. Give me. Have you ever luck. wondered why, like, like especially like those who play rugby always tape their knees, and it's always like Fijians and like other Melanesians and stuff because our knees are so bad. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with us? What like, like who did? Th- it's all the joints, like literally, like you'll see them. It's either the elbow, elbows, the wrists, or the knees, or the ankles. Yeah. God, yeah. Do you think I that's because to... we sit, we like sit down too much, cross legged. Do, do you think it's a genetic thing? I've always like, I've always thought, I've like, I've always like had this thing that it's because we sit around the grub bowl so much as kids, and like that for some like for some apparent reason, I'm no scientist, but from a young age to sit like that all the way up through to your thing, it somehow like makes your knees weaker. Mm. Or it makes it makes the tendons weaker, like your AC, your MCL, and like not necessarily your knee bones, but it makes those muscles within your knees weaker. For some reason, yeah. I'm always just like, yeah, I have a theory. But and for those listening, I've been trying, I've been petitioning Longo to like literally start playing rugby. Okay, well, fucking join the line, okay? Yeah. Like this image yeah. that you're seeing now, it's just his top, but he's actually seven foot. <laughs> Like, yeah. So, okay. Oh, my God. You know, no. get in the gym. Tenny, like, if you're listening out here and you, like, live in Sydney and you own a rugby club or whatever, get this motherfucker down to your club. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Oh, my God. You'll be the next PNG superstar, like. I have literally been hearing this all my life from every single man that's ever spoken to me. <laughs> Everyone in my family is just like, we are tiny. We will put all our hope into you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. But, yeah, how is it? How is everything? Have you spoken to family? Anything going on? Yeah. Um, I saw my auntie off this morning. She oh, nice. went back home to PNG for a visit. Um, but, yeah, like, everyone's good. My um my nephew, my namesake just turned one. Mm. So that is huge, really exciting. Yeah. Um but yeah, like apart from like mental health, honestly things are pretty good. That's good. What about you? How's how's your like past week and a bit been? Um yeah, I you know. Um, I'm sort of like winding up from this job here. So that's like the last week and a bit's been sort of like just having weird feelings, but I think that's sort of just because I'm leaving after so long. Yeah. Um, but you know, good things, good things are coming up. We've got a rugby season starting soon. So that, you know, looking forward to that. Um, what else has been happening? Oh, my son's, like, visa application stuff finally got finalised last week, so I'm just waiting for an outcome on that. Nice. I'm so excited. Yeah, and I think that that was, like, pretty much took, like, all my emotions out of last week. I just, like, I, when it got to Friday, I was just, like, I've got no energy anymore. 
able to like yeah um and then sort of just dealing with the unknown mm, yeah um, of course so that was on my mind all of last week just because you know i was leaving i was leaving here and i didn't have a real plan of what i was doing after i just know that it was i just knew that it was time to leave um then i got a call from a place that i applied at and said that i got it oh congratulations so that's fun and it's going to be an exciting new step um it's a bit i was a bit nervous but i'm glad i got the call because like i'm broke <laughs> so yeah fucking shout out to employment <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck, honestly but i'm yeah fuck capitalism having to work nine to five for real for real um but yeah no other than that like the past week i mean obviously we're going to get into some stuff it's been a very heavy week on the international front mm, absolutely so um but yeah other than that i you know i can't can't complain um, i had the weirdest dream by the way last night oh is it yeah. podcast friendly yeah it's podcast friendly <laughs> but like I was playing, I was, I, w- I was in a game of COD, so Call of Duty, right? But mm. everyone that I was playing against was everyone that I've ever come across in my, like, life. Was I there? Yeah, like, ev- like every, per- every person I've ever come across. Damn. Yeah, it was like this massive Hunger Games, like, <laughs> type shit. Yeah, like, right? But, um... <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to interpret. It. I texted a friend as well. I was like, "Fuck, I had the weirdest dream," but I don't know what to make of it. But hopefully, it somehow comes out in the, over the next coming days. But yeah, I didn't know what to make of it. But uh, I killed a few motherfuckers. So that was <laughs> that was fun. Um, yeah, that might be worth looking into. Yeah, but um, but other than that, let's yeah, let's get stuck into it. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Lenore has nothing prepared, so I'm just okay right now. What the fuck? (laughs) I literally, I literally never bring it up for most episodes. I'm always prepared, and you come in like, "Oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about," and then I keep that secret for you. The one time I'm unprepared, you fucking just throw that shit in my face. You should have told me because I had nothing prepared too, but I've got something. Yeah, we get it. You have a full word doc. Oh. <laughs> uh, so um, what? Let's get in the first. Yeah, what caught your attention? I mean, obviously, what's happening in the Ukraine. Mm. Um, but more specifically, what's happening with black people in the Ukraine? Mm. So um. I, like, I think I saw it on your story as well, but it's just been all over my social media, at least, because I follow a lot of, like, black radicals. And then someone had actually posted something that was generally saying, oh, all these clowns are showing solidarity with Ukraine when you... um when you know damn well they'll throw us under the bus. Right. And then that, like, I was so shook by that. I was like, whoa, that's that's a spicy fucking take, my guy. (laughs) Like, damn, what a thing to say. But then um, 
but then I looked into it because, you know, I don't like just taking things at face value. And they're fucking videos of, like, black people not being allowed to evacuate. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, fuck, there's like a whole-ass invasion, and people are trying to escape. And then authorities are just like, sorry, too black, let the crackers through. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, okay, damn. It's like I had said, but it's not. It's not something. It's not new. Yeah, I yeah. yeah I think like I think I told. I think what did I say? I was like, oh, it's devastating, but not yeah. surprising. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know the like the roots of European right, like people, like so the so Europe, so once like. Uh, the, the BLM stuff, when all of that started with George Floyd and things like that and protests were happening around your, um, you know, in like protesting for George Floyd and Black Lives Matter in Europe during that time, European leaders came out and said that Europe, Europe was doing much better in terms of racism and systemic racism and systemic racism never existed in Europe, right? Bitch, they, they were making started that, it. Yeah, they, were, they made that. They, they made that statement that they were doing better than the US, right, when all of that shit was happening. And oh it's like, God. Nick fucking minute, like, um, yeah, so for all those, like, obviously, if you've been living under a rock, Ukraine's been invaded. Um, so if you're listening to this and don't know what the fuck, like, happening on Earth, Ukraine's been invaded by Russia. Um, yeah, we're recording this on the twenty eighth of February. So. so it's been, I think, just up, just under, a, just over a week. Yeah, it's been about Thursday a week or since it all. Um, yeah. So yeah, Russia has invaded Ukraine. Vladimir Putin, the president, authorized a special military operation, which is now yeah five or six days into it. Um, and yeah, so throughout throughout. Ukrainians, is it something you call? That's what you call them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, being evacuated. <clears throat> Obviously, there's other minority groups within Ukraine that also need to be evacuated. Like, there's a lot of students. Um, you know, some of those tweets and things that videos that you saw were coming from students who were students in Ukraine. They're like engineers, nurses, doctors, Africans training to become nurses, engineers, and things like that. Mm. Um, but they're just being discriminated against and subjected to racism because fucking Ukrainian soldiers and things won't let them on fucking transport buses or trains. And like there's motherfuckers walking to like Denmark, the border just to fucking get over. Right. And Poland. Um, it's yeah, it's, I saw, I saw the last couple of days. I was just like, fuck, you know, it's, but this is the shit that's been happening for, like, as you said, it's no surprise. Like, we shouldn't, unfortunately, we shouldn't be surprised about this stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the roots of European racism lie in the slave trade and colonialism. I mean, Europe literally designed racism. Yeah. Like, no one's better at it than they are, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and it's just, I don't know, I think it's really worth examining why so many people are talking about 
Ukraine when, like, literally West Papua has been actively invaded mm. for over half a century. Yeah. When Palestine is literally being occupied by a white supremacist ethno state. Like, it, like, it's really important that we examine why we're giving Ukraine so much space and airtime. And it's because a lot of these victims are like white Europeans, you know? They're quote unquote more sympathetic, you know? Which is so fucked up. And it's like, and it's really important if you're listening to this that you understand that we're not trying to detract away from stuff. It's like, oh, we're not trying to take any of the compassion and solidarity being sent towards the Ukraine. But we're asking people to examine why that compassion and solidarity is only being sent to the Ukraine. You know? Yeah. Totally. And it, yeah, as you said, like, we're not trying to say what's happening in Ukraine is like, right. Like, we, we, like, we stand, or like, we're not for war either or invasion. Mm-hmm. But, um, we're also highlighting that within that scenario and like circumstance itself, is it is there's still racism, discrimination, segregation, you know, and and the fact that like you know people have been highlighting like we're we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Black, brown, and people of color throughout this pandemic have been treated the same way during this pandemic, and then it's. You know, to see it also happening during a time of war just only goes to highlight just how, like, black people are viewed, still viewed in Europe. Like, this is no, unfortunately, shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that, um, you know, black people are being treated this way. Yeah. Um, What about, yeah, what about you? What caught your attention this week? Um... Oh, look, I think it was, uh, I think it was, you know, just what we've been going on about, to be honest, it was the same. Like, mm. um, I was trying to think of many other things, like, but, yeah, to see what, what's been happening the last couple of days and seeing more and more evidence coming out, and like, you know, like, black women with kids being thrown off a bus or, like, told to swap over because there's, you know, white Ukrainians that need to get on first or citizens first. Like, it's just, it's just disgusting. And it was just hard. It's just hard to, like, at, at, a, at a point, like, I almost found myself having to stop scrolling or just turn off the phone or change an app. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just been what's been going on with Ukraine. Um, I do want to give a shout out to the, like, and may they rest in peace. The 18 soldiers that were, um, that were on a small, tiny island uh, in Ukraine that were manning that post, they got bombed by a Russian warship. Um, and I was going to send you a text to say that should be the title of this, <laughs> of this episode because their last words were, fuck your warship. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, what's been happening the last couple of days, it's just, 
That's just terrible. Uh, and then, like, you know, I think this morning Putin's gone and um, he's turned up the high. He's, he's 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 like somehow activated the level of nuclear weapons. Like his his nuclear weapons. His level. He's changed the fucking. Uh, he's just put it on high alert. Uh, he's changed the classification for that. Um, you know, which is another, yeah, it's just people playing with lives, man. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I saw a tweet, like I saw a tweet before, like Scott Morrison tweeted about sending aid and things like that. But then, you know, as you said earlier, it's literally West Papua at the, like. On their doorstep. On the doorstep. Like, Like it's, you know, but nothing happens there, you know. But yeah, it's what happened. But like, it's, you know, any white gets thing, you know. Yeah. Attention it gets. It's just yeah, it's unfortunate. But yeah, that's what Paul Mike said this week. I wasn't too too different. But it's also actually I'm actually also going to tie in the what pissed me off thing in here as well. Oh nice. Okay, let's go for it. What pissed you off? Oh no, I was just saying like that. Like that was Oh, okay. Saying, oh yeah, I just seen seeing that. Um Yeah. Seeing seeing what's going on the last couple of days is just that's really sad. Um, I'm sure I've missed a lot of people who did piss me off or a lot of things that did piss me off, but you know, that was probably at the top. Yeah. What about you? Oh, um, yeah, this episode's, like, (laughs) turning pretty heavy, honestly, because what pissed me off is, like, um, yeah, like, um, cops were chasing a 16-year-old boy, um, in Sydney. Yeah. And killed him as a result. Legally, allegedly killed him. But these are fucking cops, man. And he was an indigenous boy too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just... Like, I'm so angry at a lot of people in this situation... Like, my, like, first of all, like, deepest condolences to the family, you know, like, like this, like this boy, he was 16, you know, left behind a family that's, like, never gonna be the same, you know, and, you know, obviously... Like, what the fuck with New South Wales police? Um, This isn't even the first time something like this has happened in, like, the general area. Yeah. Like, you know, like, there there was another um, incident with another Indigenous boy that had just too many similarities to this one. 
And then on top of that, you had fucking people calling for a rally after this boy gets killed without any communication with his family. Like So people trying to capitalize off of Literal like are you yeah. fucking in like what is what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like yeah. that's so disgusting. Like you're not even letting this family grieve before using their like child's name. Like what is wrong with you? And they had to, you know, they they had to like spread it along like their networks, like please don't go to the rally that's been called. Like we're still grieving. This wasn't done with our support or um consideration. Like we'll do this when we're ready. You know? So yeah, that's what's pissed me off. Um, yeah, and again, just sincerest condolences to his family. And I'm, you know, I'm just truly sorry that they had to lose their little boy like that. Has there been an update on that? Like, I, I haven't been keeping track of it, but is it? Um, well, apparently New South Wales police is investigating it, which is bullshit. Um, so the family's asked for an independent investigation into what happened. Right. But I'm not quite sure how successful that will be. Um, but yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's tough, but it's also, you know, that... Like, are they even within community? Like, are they... They don't, they're not connected to the family. They're just. No. Like. Yeah. So like heaps of people on my timeline. Like, for example, I'm just reading off. They're just like, on behalf of Jay Wright's family, we've been instructed to let people know that the action called for this Thursday, 24th February, is not supported by his family. Um, that's, the, that's literally the first thing you should do if you're going to do something like that. Like, she talk to the family. Ask them. Like, oh. And I, I genuinely couldn't watch the video, like, the interview with his dad. Yeah, I, I, got, I got into about like five seconds and I I like it's not that I like I watched it but I turn up like you know how you can flick off the the volume. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just it was yeah. Yeah. I think he was a is it Dan Goody boy? Is that how you pronounce? Uh, I'm not quite sure. Oh Dun Goody boy, yeah. Yeah. In terms of what country he's from? Yeah. Uh, Don Dunguri. No, not Dunguri. But, yeah. 
It's just That's a lot. Yeah. But no, thank you for sharing. Yeah, and I don't know. Just keep his family in your thoughts and prayers, I guess, is my also, just be mindful away. and sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're going to do stuff like that, to be mindful and sensitive, but also don't try and profit off or benefit, you know, do these things so you can, for clout. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. I did have a, um, <clears throat> I did have, well, oh, actually, it's going to be before, but two, actually, no, I'll say this actually for the clown. Oh, not so prepared, are we? No, it is. It's just like, like I just, I was just gonna, I was gonna use it as like what pisses me off, but I was just like, no, I'll leave it for now. Okay. Because that's the one thing I don't think I had, but I'm more prepared than you, so it's alright. Oh my god. Anyway, what pissed you off, Dylan, <sighs> Mister More Prepared Than Longall? Well, if someone's paying attention, I said I combine them. Oh my god. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, we back at it. Welcome to season Welcome two. To season two, same shit, different day. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm sorry. That was my bad. No, it's all right. I'm just giving you shit. Um, but yeah, shit. let's start with you then. What's new in Melanesia? What's new in Melanesia? So I'm going to I'm going to set up. So over the next couple coming weeks, I'm going to be. There's going to be, I'm, I'm, over the next five episodes anyway, um, I'm going to be touching on on something very close to home um, in terms of crew culture, right? Yeah. Um, and before before I begin that today, let's get the first one out. Um, in terms of what's new in Melanesia, so there's a few things, of, like two major things that... Um, I sort of thought I'd bring today. So one is there is <clears throat> the EU has put um, has made their position clear on West Papua. So the update came from the ULWMP official website and update this week or earlier last week. Sorry, late last week. Um, that the EU are calling on and encouraging Indonesia to allow a UN High Commission um, for Human Rights to visit as part mm. of a delegation, which, you know, they've been wanting for the last 20 or so years. Um, yeah. So, yeah, in terms of in terms of what's new, um, I'm glad the EU have signed on um, along with 81 other countries, including the Pacific Islands Forum in calling for a for the UN Human Rights Commissioner to visit Indonesia, um, which, you know, I know that the, the West Papuan office here and all those that are working within the, the movement will be happy about. Um, but it would be good for Australia to fucking join and get on yeah. that boat. Um, and the other thing is that, um, yeah, so that's good. So I'm glad the EU have made their statement clear and the position clear on West Papua. Um, and the other thing was um, Fiji elections is coming up. 
Mm. Um, and uh, if you check, so today is the 28th. What's today? Today's Monday, right? Yeah, Monday 28th. Today's Monday the 28th. Uh, one of the main stories or headlines for this today coming out of Fiji was that consultations have started on the proposal to increase the national minimum wage. Mm. which only has ever happened. The last time that came out as a headline and something that they were wanting to do was four years ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a clear indication that uh, elections are coming up. Um, so, yeah, you know it's an election period when they bring that shit out. So, um, so that's good. Oh, actually... They should have done this fucking ages ago if they were actually yeah. serious about it. Um, so I don't know why they're trying to use it as a political exercise. But, you know, trying to uh, sell the Fijian public on a quick headline, like your Uncle Trump. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but... Yeah, as I said, as I said earlier, so over the next, like, over the next five anyway, um, I'm going to be touching on, I guess, or trying to find out what causes, uh, what has caused crew culture within Fiji, or what are the causes of it. Um, so I'll ask, I'll ask you, um, which country holds the record amongst the 50 Asia-Pacific and Pacific nations for the most crews in the past 40 years. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Who. I wonder. Yeah. Who, who, who do you think could be? Just like, chuck out a, any. Have a guess. Was it the Solomons? No. No. No, it's not um. the Solomons. I'll give you five <laughs> guesses. <laughs> no, we're, we're not going to do five guesses. I think we all know. Yeah. So yeah. It's, so it's Fiji. Yeah. Um, and its score is for is way ahead of uh, is way ahead of uh, way ahead. Actually, wait, side note, I think I need to start seeing a speech therapist. Like I've low key been having like stuttering, but that's a side note anyway. Um, sidebar. Um, but yeah, it's way ahead of its ninety nine state and territory neighbours. Um, so I'm just going to give a breakdown of of 30 countries within and around the edge, right, of the Pacific. Yeah. So and it's in and it's from, so it's from Chile all the way to New Zealand. There's about 30. oh damn yeah. okay. Um, I'll, I'll be real quick with it. So Chile have had zero, Peru zero, Ecuador zero, Colombia one, Panama zero, Costa Rica zero. Nicaragua, zero. El Salvador, zero. Honduras, one. Guatemala, Mexico, USA, Canada, Russia, Japan, North Korea, South Korea, Taiwan, China, Vietnam, Philippines, have all had none. Thailand's had two. Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, Timor-Leste, Australia, PNG, and New Zealand have none. And the tally is zero for all the Pacific Basin Island states other than Fiji. So Tokelau, Niue, Nauru, Wallace, Fatuna, mm. Tuvalu, Cuba Islands, Palau, American Samoa and Samoa, Northern Marianas, Marshall Islands, Tonga, Micronesia, Kiribati, Guam, French Polynesian, New Caledonia, Solomon Islands, and Vanuatu. Um, 
So against all of these countries, Fiji's like sticking out like a thorn, sore thumb, right? Yeah. Um, but so this is just so I, I'm going to ask these next questions just as a sort of set up the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to answer them right now, but I'll also put them to you because I'd like to get your take on them over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and the questions are, why Fiji? So this is part of some research, like, I've, yeah, why Fiji? Yeah. Um, who and what is to blame for this in- infamous distinction? Um, is it the people? Is it their climate and ecology? Is it the geographic location, demographic complexion, economic history, uh, socio-cultural factors, political institutions? Um, and I ask that because given that the architect exit, the architect Executor, executor of Fiji's first two coups in 1987 is um, running again in, in the two, 2022 general election, which is happening soon, um, against another coup executor in the current PM of Fiji. Um, yeah, I thought it was, in a, it was an important and relevant question. So, and, I will, and I will address like those. I will address those questions over the next five weeks. Um, so once again, I'll just quickly go over Is it the people? Uh, is it their climate? Is it their geography? Um, economic history, socio-cultural factors, political institutions? Why do you think this specific um, event happens in Fiji more than the, the nearest, yeah, more than anybody else? And some of those countries that are named, you would think you would have had a had a coup at some stage, but um, yeah. So that's just sort of the keynote for this week. And then next Damn. week, I'll I'll address like some of those questions. Not Professor Dylan with his <laughs> word document. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally wrote. So I was like, because I was I'm do, I'm actually doing a paper. Um, but this was one of the conversations that um, me and my like my old man and I were talking about. Yeah. Um, and you know we sort of broke it down, and I thought I'd just bring that to specifically because you know we like talking about Melania. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so over the next four weeks, I'll try and answer some of those questions. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, what's uh, what's on your Melanesia? Tab for today. Wow. Missing no word, Doc. Thank you for asking because I have definitely prepared. <laughs> um, yeah, so some, you know, arguably good news. Um, it, <laughs> no, that's a joke. Oh my God. Actually, no, I won't go on a tangent. Actually, um, because that was something I was going to bring up. Because I, I know that there was something that came out of PNG regarding polygamy earlier this week, or earlier last week, or late last week. But anyway, uh, sorry, continue. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, basically, coming out of the Dubai World Expo 2022, which I did not know was a thing until I Googled this an hour ago. <laughs> um, but apparently, um, yeah, apparently the PNG government fired the Minister for Tourism 
arts and culture has said that, you know what, maybe let's not fuck up the natural environment. And we love that for us. I think that's a cute sentiment to have, but I think when people come with money, they might not be as staunch in that stance. But, you know, I'm choosing to be positively swayed by this because PNG has some of the richest biodiversity in the world. It's got the third largest rainforest in the world. So... You know, it's really important that we, like, we protect our environment because we're already seeing so much damage from climate change. But, yeah, like, I didn't have anything big, so that is, like, thought I'd start with the good news. So, um, before kind of touching on what I really wanted to touch on in that um, inflation has gone insane back home like like it's so bad like bus fare has doubled um and it's like you know like the difference is in cents to australians right yeah but you know the cuna has depreciated and that means that everything's becoming more expensive because the vast majority of um, stuff in PNG's imported goods. So because it costs more to import, it's going to cost more for, like, local Papua New Guineans to buy. To buy. And yeah. this, that is one of the... And that is also... Sorry, just I'm going to continue. Yeah. That is also one of the other um, consequences of what's happening in Ukraine and Russia. Is mm. it, you know things like oil and things like other things will start becoming more expensive. Yeah. Um, because of market. And then, so I've just Googled now. I don't know if this is like, this is from Statista, but the inflation rate currently is 4.52. That's up from last year of 3.63. Yeah. Yeah. So how much, so like how much like, just for an example for bus fare, what how much would bus fare be from like Port Moresby to like I guess, you know, what would be the Um I'm not quite sure because I haven't caught bus since I was a little boy going to church with my grandmother. Oh worse. Um but yeah, um apparently bus fare's gone from like one kina to two kina. Mm. Which is a lot. Yeah. Um, especially because, like, minimum wage back home is shit. Um, yeah, like, COVID has truly, truly fucked with PNG. And we covered this extensively in season one, but, you know, it's beyond just public health, it's, like, the economy as well. Like, everyday Papua New Guineans are really struggling, and it's just, you know, and then... There's, like, not really much we can do because we're in such a precarious economic position where we're so reliant on other countries to stay afloat. So, yeah, that's um, what's going on in Melanesia for me. Like, a possibly good story that I'm trying not to be cynical about (laughs) leading into, like, 
just a really upsetting kind of reality for a lot of pop New Guineans. It's going to be, look, there's no sugar cone here. It's going to be tough for the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the year, to me, it's like, yeah, it's, uh, COVID's really fucked a lot of things over. Yeah. And given, you know, the, I don't, I'm just going to ask you a side question as well. Have you, what's like the update on vaccination rates? Has that changed much since the last time we talked on it, which was a couple of months ago? Look, I honestly don't know. I have just been getting so depressed by the numbers. I kind of stopped keeping track. Um, yeah, because... Okay. Um, also, I mostly just used to keep track because we talked about it a lot on Pacifically, but um, yeah, I've kind of fallen off the wagon a little bit in terms of keeping up. That's all right. But um, yeah, it's... Well, I've got the numbers here. That's yeah. not good at all. Yeah. Fuck. It's still in single digits. That much oh. I know. So according to this... At least one dose. Um, sorry. Yeah. At least as of. Come on, bro. Um, at least one dose, three point four percent, and fully vaccinated is at two point seven. So that's about two hundred forty thousand people. Yeah. So, yeah, look, it's going to be tough, but we're resilient people. You're resilient. Yeah. Your family's resilient. Your country's resilient. Yeah. They'll get through it. Yeah, we definitely will. It's just such a fucking bummer that things are just so dire back home. Mm. Mm. Yeah, someone like... um. One of my boo-boos wanted to um, move in with my family. Um, and my mom was just like, ma'am, you've got to be vaccinated. Oh, yeah. My husband is so high risk. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I understand. I will stay away from the house. Instead of getting vaccinated? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. Anyway, yeah, it must be tough. Yeah, but yeah, fucking get vaccinated, man. Seriously, yeah. but look, things are gonna get better. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be the optimistic one for us, and I'll be like, yes, thank you. We will get there. Okay. Yes, we will get there. Dylan is a positive voice of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Who yeah. would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, but yeah, is there anything you learned this week? Yes. Um, and speaking on positivity, um, let me just nice. bring that back to this like episode. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's been really fucking heavy so far. Yeah, it has been. But like, you know. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're like, fuck, it's so heavy, well, yes. Welcome, bitches. Yeah. Sorry, but this shit gets yeah. us 
we don't sugarcoat, you know. No. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the stuff that we are talking about and want to talk about and will continue to talk about is important to us. So if you don't like it, well, you know, I was going to say something, but I'm not trying to alienate like listeners. <laughs> Wow, this is the first time you've stopped yourself. I, I know. <laughs> I, I was know. just like, I was just like, am I gonna have to hop in? <laughs> we were literally like, because um, by the time this drops, you guys will have already seen it. But we're like, we were working on our social media stuff and we were putting our bios together. Yeah. And then when I was writing Dylan's, I was just like, oh, love threatening listeners, and I was like, nah, that's. <laughs> Actually, put that in there. Please put that in there. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, put that in there. Okay, I'll put that in there. Well, then I said smiling emoji next to it. (laughs) Yeah. Or or you could just put AKA respectfully. Oh, no, I'll put respectfully respectfully. in in parentheses. (laughs) But Um, yeah, sorry to... No, one other thing I did learn, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I I did note down some of these things. Um, but it's, I thought it was a bit cringe, but it's like, fuck it, you know, like, fuck it. Um, so, you know, many of us struggle with confidence issues. Mm. Yeah. Um, especially in like this age of social media, you know, it can be difficult to, you know, not compare yourself with others or take on people's opinions or like think that you need to do things, um, just to please others. Um, mm. like whether, you know, and we might like confidence at work and public speaking or like meeting new people, um, which makes us fear that we aren't taken seriously. Um, and that we don't like meet new friends or a significant other things like that. Um, yeah. but there are a number of things you can do to build your know, like confidence. I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker, so don't like I'm just saying. Yeah, I was one just like, things, damn. Yeah, yeah, one of the things, like, especially over the last two weeks anyway, and since, I guess, being back and, like, taking this step of, like, just fucking off with work. Yeah. Like, um, you know, it's, I've sort of just, like, listed, like, things that I've done. Mind you, if you're listening to this, you don't need to take it on board, like, each to their own, but I'm just going to, like, give you the things that I've sort of been going through. Um but some of them are just like small changes to your frame of mind, right? Um, and that others. I'm are... happy to be here. Okay, shut up. Sorry. Um, but one of those things is um, like looking at what you've already achieved, because like it's easy to lose confidence if you don't believe that you've done anything. And I, for a long time, was in that boat, like. I, in terms of my career, like my professional career or whatever, mm. I didn't really think I'd done anything. Um, and, you know, I guess like that's why I went, like that's why I went to school to get a piece of paper that cost me fucking 20 grand. Right. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, one of the things I've been doing is making a list of all the things that I guess I'm proud of in my life yeah and whether it's a good mark like you know even the smallest thing like whether it's like getting a distinction or or just getting a credit or a pass mark in one of my units or like getting up every day or or keeping consistent of like getting up every day at like six o'clock and changing having a routine yeah um or just not forgetting to call someone or message someone right little things like that um and like when i'm low on confidence i look at that list again 
of the things that it's in my notes on my phone and it's like oh okay yeah like this should bring you know I can use it as a, a way to to get my problems back up or just like put a smile on my face or just think about like a positive affirmation of something yeah um the the second thing was thinking of things that you're good at bro I sound like a real fucking idiot right now like no, I, you don't. Right? You, but you're, like, just, no. you're just like shook by the fact yeah, that like, you're not talking <laughs> shit right now. You're actually saying something meaningful <laughs> and you're just like, is this a joke? Yeah, and it's like, not. Like, so I, prep, I literally, people, if you look, I prepped myself for this like thing, right? For when we were recording, I was like, like, just get through them all, own that shit. Um, but yeah, so like think of the things you're good at. So everyone has strengths and talents. Like just figure out what yours are. And like I said, recognize them, write them down, make sure that they're at the forefront. Um, and like you just tr- keep trying to build on those things um, because like it will help you build your confidence in those abilities. Like something I'm really, like I actually don't think I'm good at is public speaking, believe it or not. Right? Yeah. Um, but I've got some engagements coming up soon where I have to actually, so like doing this and, you know, just having like just talking with, just having a conversation or like in-depth conversation with somebody else once a day. Um, it could be your parent, could it be your brother, whatever it is, but just, I guess, you know, getting that practice, um, you know, yeah, it'll help bring that back up. Then the third thing is setting some goals. Like I've yeah. never, I, I've never, I, I actually never used to be someone who was like, I th- always thought goals was overrated, right? Like sitting down to sit down, like instead of writing that, just do it. I always used to have that mindset. Um, but it helps like it, setting goals um, will help set out the steps in order to achieve them. Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't have to be big goals, just small things like, as I said, just like the things that you want to achieve every day or things that you do, like whether it's just getting up or just eating the right food, right? So, you know, not not overeating or not eating past a certain time, um, making sure you get at least half an hour or 45 minutes of exercise each day, just things like that to keep you to keep you motivated and keep you going. Um, and then what- yeah, like I haven't really said much because, you know, you're saying important shit, so I don't want to interrupt. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Feel free to like, chime in. No, like an example of what you were just talking about is like for maybe a month now, for the first time in my life, I've like, maybe not as long as a month, but definitely over two weeks. For the first time in my entire life, I've been taking my meds every day. Yes. You know? And that sounds like really basic, simple shit to do. But, you know, I, like, I've struggled with medication just, like, my entire life. I hate taking meds. It's just Mm. the worst. Um, and like with the meds I'm on, I have to take them at very specific times. So I have to take them at, you know, in the morning and then I have to take different ones after I eat and then I have to take different ones just before I sleep. So that's taking meds at like three different times in the day. Like, I don't even know how many meds I take on the daily, probably about a dozen. A dozen different pills. Yeah. I know. (laughs) 
my bloodstream is a drugstore. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, like the fact that like for two weeks I've been able to take my meds every single day mm. is yeah. just like that's, steps, but at least you're taking yeah. the step, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's just an example yeah. of little things. Um, and then yeah, so like number four, right? Which is like something I is actually talking yourself up, mm. right? Like too many of us, we have this like idea, like you know, like with, if you're talking yourself, like you're either up yourself or like you're just like talking shit, or you need to be humble and blah blah. Like nah, fuck that. Like honestly, fuck that shit. Own your staff and talk yourself up. Period. Uh, like if you're if you're glad that you did something and you want to tell the world, fucking do it. Like who gives a fuck what other people would think? Seriously, like talk yourself because like if you keep um if you keep giving yourself that positive commentary and have it running through your mind and things, it will help like throughout your day. Like no joke, it will. Yeah. Um, Nah, but, for real. Like, if this podcast takes off and we start doing Patreon episodes, like, we can do a whole episode on, like, everything you're bringing up. Because, like, I, like, my self-esteem used to be bullshit, you know? Like, a bitch had severe mental health issues and eating disorder, you know? Like, really, like, you know, rough. But then, like, now, like, every time I look, like, walk past the mirror, I'm just like, ooh, that's a bad bitch. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. I mean, that shit. For real. So, like, you know, it took a lot of fucking work to get here. But yeah. this is, like, really important to talk about, you know, like, self-love and, and self-acceptance yeah. and not falling into the trap of, like... You know, what looks like humility, but is actually just self-degradation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was, I, I used to be on that road, like, a lot, a lot. Like, I used to self-degrade. I always used to self-degrade a lot because I just thought, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it's, you know, I love what I do, but it's not love. I don't want to be seen or, like, have others think that I'm somehow, like, so I'll take the shit out of myself. Plus, it's also within our culture, too. Yes. Oh, my God. Right? Like the way you get fucking hounded for yeah. having even a little bit of confidence. Yeah, yeah, it's um, something that we yeah we should change. But like I said, this for me has helped the last all this year actually, um, and just the last like last one on that. And I've, I know I've taken up a lot of time, but it's just like getting a hobby. Um, just try to find something that you're really passionate about. Uh, you know, it could be sport fucking flying a kite, taking a walk, whatever it is, you know, writing one page a day. Um, but, yeah, if you're interested or passionate about a certain thing, um, you know, you're more likely to keep motivated and doing it and you'll, you know, not only build your confidence but you'll build your skills on what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, though that is what I learnt. It's yeah. very long and thing, but, um, you know, if you hate what I just said, well, go fuck yourself. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my confidence telling you to shut up. Oh my god! No, um, no. Honestly, yeah, I've just like that's it's pretty much what I've been making sure that I do every day. 
Um, you know, because like, so just lastly on this, when I like, you know, I handed my resignation for work, didn't think any, I actually had no plan. Like there was no plan to, I didn't know what I was getting into. And actually the last couple of weeks since that, I slowly started getting like moments where I was like, oh shit, did I make the right decision? Like, mm. um, but you know, I kept at, I kept at these steps and you know, I got the job last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I just had to keep positive and like making sure that yes, like I know what I'm doing. I know that what I'm capable of and just fucking own that shit. So, um, so yeah. In terms of what I learned, that's pretty much the crust, crust, crust. What's crux. that word? Crux. The crocs. That's the crocs <laughs> of it all. Um, and yourself? Um, you learned that I'm a fucking bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've been new. I've been new. Um, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I I learned that I need to um need more Fijian women in your life. Yes. I mean, I've already known that. And if you are a Fijian woman, honestly hit me up. Um not for dating or anything. I'm like I'm not no, about that keep your life. keep your options open at all. No, I, I'm not. A, I'm not about that life anymore. Um, single Pringle, ready to flamingo. You single know, like, Pringle, ready to flamingo. Like leave me, <laughs> like leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> you know, oh, fuck besties only. <laughs> um, nah, but yeah, like I, I've learned that I need to. Um, be um, not single I, and Pringle and do the flamingo. No, I, I, I learned that I need to be patient, you know. Bless. And it's like, you know, like I, like I talked about it a lot last episode when we wrapped up season one. Like, like I was so ex, like I was high off the fact that, like I'm on antipsychotics now and I feel so much more stable. Um, but the past couple of weeks have kind of been a harsh reminder that, um, that like my issues won't be fixed by a single pill. Yeah. Um, and when stuff was improving, I was like, oh my God, I can, like, I'll finally be okay. You know, Mm. like I'll finally be okay. And then. And I'm not. And, like, I was so upset about it. And I was just truly devastated because I was like, like, what more do you want from me? I've put the work in. I finally got a diagnosis. Like, but then, you know, I had to be like, look, you need to calm the fuck down. You know, like, recovery and healing, like, all that shit isn't linear. And it takes time, you know. So, like, and, um, yeah, and then, like, like, I've just been doing a whole bunch of stuff that's been kind of humbling me a little bit. Because I, you know, I love 
like I love just getting shit done. Like bang, 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 it's done. Don't need to worry about it anymore. But like recently, like when I like just now, I've just started working out, and I'm like, okay, like I want to start dancing again. So signed up for some online dance classes, and I'm so bad at it, so bad. And then, oh, what was, dancing? Have you? Have you got no rhythm? No, it's not that. I'm just like uncoordinated. No, <laughs> no. Like I, like I. The thing is, like I used to be a dancer, so I thought I was just like, oh, like it's gonna, like we're gonna go, like go hit back, the ground right back running, normal, yeah, yeah, and like go right back into like oh, my yeah. my lead choreographer days, <laughs> but like fucking. You know, like I'm so, like I'm just so unfamiliar with my body now because I just haven't moved it in the way that I used to move it half a decade ago. Yeah, and I'm and I've been really frustrated. I'm just like, oh, why can't, like, why am I not flexible in the same way? Why can't, like, I hit the counts as quickly as I used to be able to do? Right, right. You know. And it's because I haven't danced in fucking six years, you know? Mm. Like, I, I have to retrain my body to do that. And it's like, that's going to take time. So, yeah, what I've learned is that I need to fucking slow down and be patient. I love that. Progress. Yeah. Progress. For real. Progress. I'm in areas with ADHD. I hate waiting, but you know it has to happen. It has to happen. I mean, we're we getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there, and that's the main thing. Yeah. Progression. Yeah, but like you know, heading into music, you know, we it's didn't. Oh my gosh, I've been on this vibe. Like, yeah, we bro. didn't do any of these segments for our finale episode, so. I'm keen to start talking about music again. Yeah. To be honest, all the gems I put in our music playlist, people should be paying me for this stuff. <laughs> no joke. And, and the next two that I'm about to drop today will, will tell you to add to your playlist, whatever. For real. Like, just, you know, pay me for my labor. <laughs> I'm serious. I listen, you know, the, the amount of time I take to listen to these tracks. And then I give them up to you on a platter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know what I mean? Shit. <laughs> Honestly. But, um, yeah. Before we get into music, what else has been going on? What do you mean? Just what, so you really, you really, I want to, you really like off dating. Like, that's it's done for you. Because I was talking to a friend last night, right? And, um, I, I had to I had to ask her this question it was like actually and I'll ask you mm. have you ever needed closure I do know the answer to this have you ever needed closure and if you never got it what did you do to either get closure or let go of it and just accept what was I've always, I mean, like, I feel like I've always needed closure, but I've also, like, always gotten it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Because um, I'll be where, honest. Yeah, like, like I said when um, last episode, when I ended things on Valentine's Day, um, we legit had a conversation, albeit over text, where I was just like, yeah, like you really We've- fucked with <gasps> yeah, like I, 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 I told him everything. I was just like, "You really fucked with me," you know. Like you made me hate myself. You made me so insecure. Yeah, you know, like you're not healthy for me to be around. True. Um, and then when I ended things with another guy, coincidentally, the next month. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I never said I was monogamous, bitch. Uh, I, are you polyamorous? No, I haven't been convinced by either monogamy or polyamory. They both seem really exhausting to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I had closure. Like for, for a while I didn't because mm. this bitch blocked me for yeah. two months. Like he completely iced me out. And then, um, out of nowhere, I'm at a gig, I'm ready to perform, and he messages me, and he's just like, oh, are you going to this party tonight? Oh, no. And you fell for, like, you fell for that. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I am. Um, but, like, I, like, I I knew what I was going to do that night, you know? I was just like, I'm getting closure, you know? Mm -hmm. Um... So, like, later that night, he told me he loved me, and then... Oh, not that one. And then he said that he didn't, um, he didn't think we should date. Spoiler alert, because he was too insecure. Um, so he wanted to be friends, and then I literally said to him, I have enough friends, I'm good, thanks. And that was all the closure I needed. So yeah, on the closure front, pre- I'm I've done pretty good. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that last one, yeah. But at least, yeah, because yeah. See, I felt like the last couple of years I've needed it for this like one situationship that I I felt like I never got closure from, but I've always been someone who needs it. In terms of, I just need answers. Like, I'm not, like, not trying to rekindle shit or bring stuff back. But, like, for the sake of my sanity, I've always just needed the answers. Whether, no matter how bad or, like, good it was, I just needed them. Right? Yeah. And I haven't got, I never got that with the situation that I'm talking about. Not the situation. And... I felt like it, it for a long time it's been hindering me because because of the circumstances of that situation, it's only reinforced a lot of things that I've had for some time. Yeah. And made me scared and sort of just hesitant to really commit to something else or really invest time and really be on the front foot with things because of those insecurities and like just with what happened with that. Mm. Um, but also the circumstances makes me think that that would happen to, to me as well in this, 
in say then going forward, which is you know what I've always been, I guess, hesitant to get into things because of that. But I, I do you think I should seek this closure or just it is what it is, accept what was and let it be and let it just be like let it sit where it where it currently is. To be honest, I think whenever something ends, that's your closure. And everything else is just, like, something you're chasing. Okay. You know? Like... So what you just got, like, before was that closure, or was that you chasing something else? The guy who said he loved me? Yeah. Oh, that was closure. Like, because the thing is, we... I didn't... I'm gonna... Everyone's gonna figure out who this is. Um... But it like it like it was really weird because nothing and like it didn't end because it didn't start. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, got you. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. So like like we had the same friends. We'd see each other all the time, but like we just start talking every day. Mm. So like so it was really weird, and I'd made my peace with that. You know, I was just like, okay, like that's it. Yeah. And then when he messaged me again, I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to shut the lid on this for good. Because mm. I don't like leaving things open-ended. Like, I don't like people getting the impression that they can just come back into my life. Yeah. Um, like, even with relationships um, that aren't romantic or sexual, like, like, I had a really good friend of mine um, that I had a falling out with because um, she sided with a racist over me. And she... And, like, for me, that was my closure. Right. You know? Yeah. Her choosing to do that was closure. And, like, she messaged me a couple of times ever since. And I just left left her on red, you know? Mm. Because like what's like things already ended, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. For me, I think closures just like you have to be able to make peace with yourself. You know, like your inner peace can't be reliant on anyone else. Mm. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I was just um. Yeah. It's yeah. We'll get there. But thank but you back to, Of course, yeah. Back to your question. Um, yeah, I'm, like, for real over-dating. Um, literally tonight, I'm going to just delete all my dating apps. <laughs> yeah. um, I meant to do that last night, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I... You know... People my age are just stupid. Um, people I'm more compatible with are older than me. Are also stupid. Because, no, because people my age are just like trying to figure shit out. And like, yeah, I've got. Looks, uh, sounds so old. 
And like, I've already got my shit sorted, you know? Like, I'm not trying to figure myself out. Like, (laughs) I mean, but it's true. (laughs) But it's, it's fucking true. Like, if you don't have your shit sorted, well, that's on you. Well, okay, like, be honest, like, uh, like, as a person, do I strike you as the sort of person that's still figuring his shit out? Yes. Why? No, I'm joking, no. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But people, yo, I'm, actually, I'm not going to fucking out my age, but I'm literally just starting. Like, like, the thing is, I've done so much personal growth Mm. and introspection. Yeah. Like, I know who I am, I know what I am, and I know what I deserve. Yeah. And everything that's been presented to me from people my age mm. just doesn't cut it. Yeah. So, like I'm, done, like, I'm done trying to look for something I know isn't there. Because, like, and it's not like, oh, my God, I'm, like, mature for my age, <laughs> you know, because I used to be that bitch. Right. So, that's what, a form of colonial elitism? No, it's like, it's like, it's a, like. Were you a colonial elitist? How dare you? Yes, of course. How dare you? Oh, wait, you went to international. Yeah, that's fair. Shut up, Dylan. I was homeschooled. Anyway, (laughs) I was homeschooled. We all agree I was homeschooled. Oh, Um, fuck. But yeah, no, like, like, most of the people... Like, most of my friends are actually people your age, you know? Don't out my age. Yet. I'm not going to say how old you are. <laughs> and by the but way, like, if you're listening to this, I'm not that fucking old. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you're not in your formative years. Your brain's done cooking, mm. you know? And, like, obviously my brain's still, you know, got another year left in the oven. <laughs> But, like, I know my shit, and I know what I want, and I know what my life's going to look like in 10 years, in 20 years, yeah. you know, in 30 years. So, like, if there are, like, like, dating culture has literally rotted everyone's brains, and they're just like, oh, I don't know what I want because there's so much choice. I'm just going to date around and, like, hook up with someone until, like, the sex is good, and then I like them enough, and then I'm going to settle down. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to waste my time being one of your, like, free trials until you want to <laughs> sign up for the free, like, for the real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't have time for that. Like, I know what I want for myself. I know what I want in a partner. And people don't even have that for themselves when they're my age. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 23, 24 in exactly a month. Yeah. Um... So, like, you know, and I have had to do a lot of work and unlearning and introspection because a bitch is traumatized and a bitch needed to go to therapy. And Mm. I've, like, I've sorted my shit out. I know where I'm going. And, like, a lot of people in the same boat are, tend to be too much older than me to be comfortable dating me, you know, mm, mm. which sucks because that means they're good people with values, but you know, we ain't like, there yet. <laughs> like they're just like, they look at me and they're like, you're a baby. It's inappropriate for me to date you because 
the power dynamics would be yeah. unfair. And you know, and they're right. I can well, be upset. You're also, seven foot and one hundred and thirty. Okay. Like, oh my when God. you talk about power dynamics, bruh, literally power dynamics. Like, okay, but a power dynamics can exist in different. Hello, <laughs> little person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. got you. But yeah, I don't know. If you think if you think we'd be a good match, I don't know. Submit an essay or something. Or you can just come through me, and I'll either be like, "Yeah, no, you'll get fucked." Yeah, or, Dylan. Yeah, Dylan can vet you. I will literally vet you if you because like my, all my like socials are on lock. I'm on private. Don't DM me. Yes. So the only way you can publicly get to me is through Dylan. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, and this will, this is going to be the clip that gets up on social. <laughs> if, if you feel like you're enough and you have your shit sorted and you're motivated and, you know, you know what you want, DM me at talentall.talk. Send your submissions through. Write an essay. Talk about how good he looks right now yeah do something but if you're looking for a quick fuck and then later bulb you'll get access tonight but yeah yeah send him through see because like i i feel like i'm on the other end of that (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) no i feel like i feel like i'm the opposite end of that because like i still feel like in some way but i'm changing I'm going to get there. I still feel like I'm that one who doesn't know what they want and is like trying everything till you find that thing. But I, I, deep down, I know what I do want, but I just got fucked. You know how much effort in having to like get to know somebody on that level is like, why do you think I'm still single bitch? That's like, that's what the entire spiel I went on is on. Like, is yeah, on I like, I, I agree. I agree with most of what you said, but I just feel like I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like I'm happy to do the fun and no gun rather than like where you're at, you know? Cause it's just, to me, I'm just like, fuck. I, just I have a line that I say to literally everyone that I was about to say, but I will say not. it. it say is, it. No, it is too inappropriate. Say I'll it. tell it. I'll tell you off. No, you can't do that. This is no filter. What do you mean, no filter? I have to edit this. That's why I filter myself so much. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to music. Yeah. What What are you suggesting for the besties at home? Yeah, so to wrap up today's, um, re- actually, you know what? I'm going to say, today's been really good. Yeah. It's been really good. Um, but to, because, you know, I do all the work for you and listen to really good music and so the trash that most people listen to, um, hashtag TikTok music. But Hey, some of that shit slaps. Mm, yeah, what, for 15 seconds? Okay. Look. If you want to listen to some real music, now the two gems I'm about to drop today. One, you should know. If you don't know who this person is, still him, stop, stop edging the audience. Just okay. tell them already. It's so it's it's called Damages by Thames. Right? It's Damages by Thames. Now, Damages by Thames is um, from the Broken Ears EP. 
If you don't know who Thames is, Google it right now. Let's Google together. Who is Thames? Right. Um, she's just amazing. Like, she's amazing. She's a Nigerian singer, um, does contemporary R&B, and it's just, it's a banger. Right. So listen to Damages by Thames, T-E-M's. Go to your Instagram right now and follow Thames, T-E-M-S. She's amazing. She really is amazing. Um, and then the second song is Waves of Blue by Magic Jordan. Again, really melodic songs. It's soulful. It's got everything you need or want in a song. Um, and it's about some real shit. It's nice. So nice, like it, this is the type of music you put in on your car or when you're at work, put in your headphones, you can vibe to. Um, there are also songs that you can like put on when you're having a drink and getting into the vibe. You know what I mean? So it's a music for all like all circumstances, like these two songs. So yeah, Damages by Thames and Waves of Blue by Major Jordan. Now, I'm glad I got that out first because now you're about to hear some real drama. Sorry. What's your Dylan, music? you're so disrespectful. Respectfully. My God. Okay. My first song is an absolute fucking banger from the baddest bitch on the planet. Apart from myself, obviously. It's Pressure by Brie Runway. Oh, like pressure by Bray Runway. I'm just gonna quickly Google that. Like I cannot express how much Bray eats all the girlies up. Like no one can even compare to Bray Runway. Like artistically, she's incredible. Like the only two people in like pop rap that are like doing what like what she does is Brie Runway and Tinashe. Uh, like like performance wise, yeah. they have the choreography, they have the visuals, and they have the like they have the music down. Like the production is so good. Pressure by Brie Runway, so fucking good. That's my first song. Right. Um Honestly, put this song on when you're working out. Put this song on when you're getting ready to go out. Put this song on when someone broke your heart and you need to feel like a bad bitch again. Is that good? I'm going to listen yes. to it after. Like, I'm, I'm going to listen to it after. Yeah, it's like, like, it, like, it's given me such a crisis because I love it in a very homosexual way. But I also love it in a very bisexual way. And you can only understand this if you're bisexual. Like, there's a very distinct difference. There's a very distinct difference. And only the bi besties will get it. Only the so, bi besties will get it. So, yeah. So, Pressure by Brie Runway. Absolute fucking beast of a track. Um, And then... What else do we have? I was going to, like, as a joke, I was going to be like, we don't talk about Bruno. Because that song does fucking slap. What song? We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto. It's a great song, but I'm not going to add I have no idea what you're talking about. 
It's a Disney movie. Oh, and Canto? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a really good song. It's just like the melodies are layered over each other beautifully, but that's not the song I'm adding. The other song I'm adding is from the other bad bitch I just mentioned, Miss Tanache. It's her song with Bank. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's called Esther. And is this her new album or her new EP? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I've, I think it's I've, I've, on... I've hugged Tanache before. You've what? I've hugged her. I'm, I hate and, you. And that's no joke. So I'm going to quick. Quick no, I you're just, I, I'm uh, too not I'm too no joke. No I'm joke. Too, so Dylan, please. Just I'm very out, emotionally overwhelmed. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. So Tanache, right? I swear to you, I did this in no joke. So she came out to Oz, and my sister's very connected, like you know, like musically with it and all that scene, yeah. and managed to get like tickets to her like backstage and fuck off, oh, fuck yeah. off. Oh my god. Also anyway. Rihanna. But that's I'm also going to hold that. I will never forget that moment. She threw me. Actually, sorry, you go on. I'm being right now. You're literally just flexing. I just wanted to flex. Yeah. yeah. So shut up. Let yeah. me Yeah. So the two songs are Pressure by Brie Runway and Esther by Tanache and some white guy, I think. Esther by Tanache. Um Oh my god, so good! That song's really good for like, um, it like it's a good song to like montage your main character life. That's like B roll to right. indicate time passing. Okay. See, but this one I mean, man, we dropped like this is this isn't like trash music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's actually really good stuff. So yeah. Um I don't need to oh, sorry, I'm not gonna sing. Yes. Please do you, don't. Wanna, do you wanna smile? I'm taking a photo. Oh my god. Mid recording? Yeah, because hello, everything happens on this thing. Okay, fine. Um as you're prepping to take the photo. Yeah. Um Let's go into Clown of the Week. You said you had one in mind. Oh, yeah. The Clown of the Week. So to end today. Sorry, I thought that we were just... Best. So to end today. The Clown of the Week is... Drumroll, please. Now, I'm getting this off Instagram right now because I actually didn't have a Clown of the Week because I was so overwhelmed with everything else, all the gems I dropped today from, oh my, my, God. from my Word doc. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> But the clan of the week, and I'm sorry, yeah, just bear with me, people. Thank you. Thank you very much. The clan of the week goes to the Western media like MSNBC and NBC who were um, who were reporting on um, what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. And I saw this one video where this reporter literally said that Ukrainians need to be shown or she implied, or actually, like, sorry, sorry, let me restart. She said, these, some, they somehow deserve more compassion and more attention than anybody else. Because as I quote, 
these are not refugees from Syria. These are refugees from Ukraine. They're Christian, they're white, and they're very similar. Fuck off. No. I'm literally like, she literally, oh, I'll send this to you. But she literally in, in yeah, said that they somehow deserve to be, these are not, they're not Syrian refugees. So, like, we really need to look after them because they're Christian, they're white, and they're very similar. Um, but also on that, so that is my plan of, of the week, and it's only a Monday. I'm sure more will come up. But it's also highlighting that um, the double standards in Western media coverage Yeah, um, that's going on. Um, but, yeah, so to all those media clowns that somehow think that, um, you know, different set of standards needs to be shown to Ukraine, um, yeah, go fuck yourself. But thank you. Uh, that's my clown of the week. And hopefully I'm not the clown of the week at the end of this week. <laughs> yeah. I've got so much stuff going on this week that if I don't get it done, I'm going to like, I'm going to make myself clown of the week next Monday. Oh my God. Remember that episode where I was both of our clown of the week? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were meant to wear a clown suit. Okay. No, you were meant to, you were meant to mail it to me. Yeah. But... Um, I don't remember hearing you ask for it either. Are you ha- you already have my address. Yes, I do. <laughs> you have no excuse. <laughs> yes, I do. But who's your clown of the week? Okay, my clown of the week is a whole group of people. Mm-hmm. And you probably can't tell unless you're watching the video. Even if you are, you probably can't tell. My head wrap is a pride flag. Because when this is dropping, the next day is going to be Mardi Gras. So that tomorrow? Yeah. So um, this drops on Friday. Mardi Gras is going to be happening that weekend. And honestly, fuck all you bitches. <laughs> Okay, that sounds very that okay, that sounds very homophobic. Let me like contextualize. This is the clip. This is the clip you're this putting on clip. your stories. Yeah, this is a clip. This just in Lungal hates yeah. the gays. <laughs> Lungal hates faggots. Oh my we god. We can finally get him out. <laughs> no, okay. There for those who don't know. Um, I no longer identify as queer because I feel like queer as an identity is just centered around whiteness, you know, because for the longest time I was just like, I'm queer as in a political identity that is anti-capitalist, that is abolitionist, you know, like all of that. But then over the past year, Non-black queers have consistently let me down by being actively racist or being complicit in racism. So what's actually happening tomorrow, I'm not 100% sure because I blocked these people on social, so I don't know what the dates are. Um, but yeah, tomorrow, Pride in Protest is holding a counter march or something on Mardi Gras. So they're going to be like, oh, let's take to the streets because fuck corporate pride. They exploit our communities and stand for actually liberal things. 
And it's just like, okay, well, take a look in the mirror, bitch. You guys have been violently racist before. Mm. You've abused me. Like, like, honestly, if I know you, if you consider me a friend, and you go to this Pride and Protest rally, don't think of me as a friend anymore. Like, for real, these bitches have done so much violence against black people, against indigenous people. And everyone that goes to that rally, knowing what they've done, because heaps of people go to that rally, not really realizing that Pride and Protest is actually racist as shit. But the people that knowingly go and participate in their politics, knowing that they're anti-black and anti-indigenous, you guys are just as bad and just as racist as Pride and Protest themselves. So my crown of the week is all of you bitches. All of you bitches. So, yeah, get fucked. Yes. Fucked get. <laughs> okay, oh see, God. see, that's something I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. We're going to just next episode. Next, we'll, we'll, we've got this. I'm going to ask you, actually, next episode. I feel like we've talked about no, you, no, you've talked. No, I know about pride, but you, I didn't know that you don't identify as queer anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for the next episode because that's going to be something I want to dig deep on. Yeah, one of my besties, Danny, interviewed me about it as well. So if she posted, we'll put a link up somewhere. Yeah. Hey, Danny. Um, but yeah, so that uh, brings us to the end of this episode. Yes. Um, also, shout out to us. Started on time and finishing on time. Exactly. And within um, within the time limit. Yeah. Yeah. So, because that's what we're about. Yes. And setting if you're listening goals to this, and achieving them. Yes. Setting goals and achieving step by step. If you're listening to this, go to specifically on our IG. Follow that shit. Share that shit. Go to all the platforms because that's where this thing will be. Um, follow them all. Follow myself. Is there anything else you want to say before we end? Yes. I keep forgetting to say this at the top of every episode, but please, dear God, on whatever platform you're listening to us on, give us a five-star review. Like, we appreciate a five-star rating. That's great. But if you actually write a review for the show, it just boosts us more people see it because you know all these platforms will algorithmically recognize that people are engaging with the content we make so please make sure that you're giving us five stars and you're writing reviews and like we said in our finale episode if you write a review we're gonna read it out yes we'll read it out you can also in your review request which one of us you want to read it out you know Look. Say something bad about me. I dare you, bitch. Say oh, something. my. Okay, Dylan, say I actually it. have to say, you need to stop threatening the audience. <laughs> like, I thought, like, I thought I'd go one episode without actually having to articulate it. But no. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, look, it's all good. I understand. Nah, for real, though. Drop us a message. Drop us a comment. Ask yeah. us a question. You know, ask us a question. Um... But yeah, is there anything else? Um, no, that's it. Make yeah. sure to like, comment, subscribe if this ends up on YouTube. Make sure to follow us on 
all platforms, make sure to give us a five-star rating and review. And send this episode to a friend. Send it to the besties. Yes. You know. Oh, my God. Guess how how many listeners we had before we posted the finale. How many? How, how many total downloads? No, we we got downloads. Are we? Yeah. We move is that look. We had. If you're listening to this, I don't ask. I don't. I don't ever ask them all for the stats and stuff. I sort of just. To be honest, I forget what I said the last time. Yeah. That's my. So, word. in eight episodes, yeah. we had three hundred downloads. No way. Three hundred downloads over eight episodes. Over eight episodes. Are you serious? So you bitches are listening. Just just write us a review. Just be very sexy. Five stars. Two oh, words. That's crazy. I didn't I didn't I, I was I thought you were about to say three. Yeah. How funny would it be if I was actually lying and I read the oh, no. number wrong? Um but anyway, if <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> okay. T- tune in next week to find out what the actual number yeah. is. Holy shit. Are you serious? 300. 300. So I know you're listening. That's Give us the review, please. I'll do anything. Just DM Dylan to arrange <laughs> what that anything is. Holy shit. Dude, that's crazy. 300. That's a trip. Yeah. yeah, we'll find out next week for the, the official stats. We'll actually get them authenticated and checked. Um, but you know, damn, that's I that's a trip. Yeah. Um, but but uh, with that being it, said, finally, the only, thing, the only thing I have to say left is when you're. So they'll be listening to this one. Uh, they'll be listening to this on Friday on the fourth. So Friday the fourth. If you're listening to this, when you're listening to this, because we know you're listening, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> have a great weekend, and have a great coming week. And uh, yeah, happy times. Yeah, happy times ahead. Thanks for listening. Look at me, bro. Now we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.